the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. God sent his only son, his sinless son, to die on Calvary's cross for you and me. Because of Jesus' sacrificial death, the gift of eternal life is available to anyone who chooses to receive it. Without the shed blood of Jesus, there would be no redemption for our sins. The Bible tells us that there is no salvation in any other. Without his selfless sacrifice, we would have no hope and no victory. Praise God for the gift of salvation and everlasting life. Listen in with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Turn with us to the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verses 13 through 14, and verses 19 through 22. Colossians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 13, and then we'll skip down to verses 19 through 22. The scripture says, he has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. For in him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you who once were estranged, and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds. He has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him. And from this particular passage of scripture, we want to preach the necessity of the shed blood of Jesus Christ the necessity of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. By way of introduction, we hear many sermons today on love. We hear sermons today on grace and mercy. We hear sermons today on peace, the plethora of sermons on forgiveness and how to live the victorious Christian life. But with that being said, when was the last time you heard a sermon on the blood of Jesus Christ. In many pulpits, pastors are preaching a political gospel, a social gospel. Many preachers are preaching a gospel of prosperity, name it and claim it and such things. A gospel of positive thinking, a seeker-friendly gospel, a motivational message. But what we need today are preachers who will preach the bloody gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel is not a whimsical gospel. The gospel is not a cute gospel. The gospel is a bloody gospel because Jesus shed his blood to procure our salvation. 
as we mature in our walk with the Lord, we will have a deeper appreciation of the blood of our Savior and not underestimate nor neglect what his shed blood did for us on that cross. It is possible to get so caught up in the activities of life and doing the work of the ministry that we lose focus of the blood which paid the price for our sins. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is the significant and foundational doctrine in the Christian faith and it is also the heart of the gospel. If you take the blood out of the gospel, you have no gospel, my friend. All animal sacrifices offered in the Old Testament were pictures, types, and shadows of the ultimate sacrifice in the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we must take this message and take also the blood of Jesus Christ seriously as we live the Christian life. Why is the blood of Christ so necessary? Why is the blood of Christ so necessary? Number one, the blood of Christ is so necessary because he came to earth for the purpose of shedding his blood to deliver us from the power of sin. Jesus came to deliver us from the penalty of sin. And one day he has come and he will take us and we'll be delivered from the presence of sin. Colossians 1, chapter 1, verse 13 says, He has delivered us from the dominion, the domain, the power of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom, into the kingdom of his beloved son. We were born in darkness. We were born enslaved, held captive by power, the power of darkness and sin. But when we became born again, when we trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we were transformed out of darkness into the kingdom of his beloved son to the glory of God. I thank God this morning that I'm saved by the blood. How about you? Everything Jesus did on earth was essential as he did the will of the Father. But his mission would have been incomplete if he had not died and shed his blood for lost humanity. For example, Jesus taught the disciples and he taught the multitudes. That was very, very important. Jesus had a teaching ministry. He preached the gospel. That was critical because people are saved by the preaching of the gospel. Jesus prayed. We sure need the prayers of our Savior, our great mediator. Jesus showed compassion. Uh, he showed us how to be compassionate. If you want to learn about compassion, look at the ministry of Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John as he had compassion on the people. Jesus prophesied about things before they really happened. And that was great indeed, affirming uh, the deity and validity of him being God. Jesus even uh, performed miracles to substantiate and validate the fact that he is God and there is none like him. But it was the shedding of his blood on the cross until he died that finished his divine assignment. Had he taught miracles, preached, uh, had he prophesied, prayed, showed compassion, 
but not down across to shed his blood, then his mission would have been incomplete. But thank God, not only did he preach, not only did he pray, not only did he teach, not only did he show compassion, not only did he prophesy, not only did he perform miracles, but he shed his blood and died and finished the mission to which God had called him to do. Amen. So Jesus' blood was so necessary because he came to earth to shed his blood. You see, before, before the incarnation of Jesus, before Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, before he left his throne in glory, uh, being at the right hand of the Father, uh, he did not have flesh and blood. And that's what, the, that's what Christmas is all about. Jesus became God and man, fully God and fully man, the virgin birth, in order to save us from from our sins. He took on flesh and blood to accomplish God's divine purpose. Number two, why is the blood of Christ so necessary? The blood of, the blood of Jesus sanctifies the believers. The blood of Jesus sanctifies the believer. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12, it says, Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood. He didn't use somebody else's blood because nobody else's blood was sufficient. Everybody else's blood was contaminated. Everybody else was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. That he might sanctify the people with his own blood. He came to shed his own blood suffered outside the gate. Now, only the blood of our Savior purifies. Only the blood of the Lord Jesus cleanses. Only the blood of the Lord Jesus makes holy and sets believers apart for the divine purposes of God. God has set us apart to worship him. Sanctify means to set apart for the divine purposes of God, to be used by God. We have been sanctified, set apart, and we are growing in our sanctification from one level to the next level to the next level in Christ. We were set apart to worship Christ. We are set apart to witness, to be a witness for Christ, to tell people about Christ. We are set apart to shine for Christ. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We're set apart to love people. And, and, and don't say you're a Christian and don't love people. That's right. They, they shall know us by our love. Uh, Jesus so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You can't look at the conditions of people and call out their names and, 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 and criticize them and dog them out and name call them because of how they're living. You got to see people through the eyes of Jesus and even love them through their issues if you're going to reach them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, uh, stop saying how much you love people until you first show how much you care. You got, you got, we're set apart to love. We're set apart to edify. To edify means to build up. We're set, we're set apart to encourage. Or you an encourager. You ought to be, husbands ought to be encouraging their wives and not abusing them and battering them and, and dogging them out. Wives ought to be affirming and encouraging the husband. Parents ought to be encouraging children. Children ought to be encouraging parents. We in this, the body of Christ ought to be encouraging one another to the glory of God. We ought to be compassionate. We need to give of ourselves. 
our body, souls, and spirit. We belong to the Lord. When we get saved by the blood, then he, uh, he owns us and we are his. And we have the spirit that says, Lord, wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Whatever you want me to be, I'll be. Whatever you want me to say, I say, Lord, I'm totally yours. I'm not here for myself. I'm here for you. And without you, I can't do nothing. We're set apart to give of ourselves. We're set apart to give of our spiritual gifts at the point of salvation. We are endowed by a Savior with spiritual gifts to do the work of the ministry, to be a blessing to the body of Christ. We're endowed with talents. We are set apart to give of our tithes, that first portion of our income to God in appreciation to who he is and what he has done in acknowledgement that without God, we can't do nothing. As a matter of fact, if God don't give you another thing, he's already given all of us more than we deserve. Why don't you say amen? We're set apart to give up our time, and we are set apart to do his will on earth. So the blood of Jesus sanctifies, set apart the believer for the glory of Almighty God. Why is the blood of Christ so necessary, my friends? The blood of Jesus Christ continues to cleanse us from all sins. Not some sins, not just a little bitty sin, all sin. The blood of Jesus did that. He said, where is that? In 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, it says, But if we walk in the light as he, Christ, pronoun for Christ, is in the light, we have fellowship, communion with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. The, the blood of Jesus doesn't miss any sins that has been confessed to God. He said, well, you know what? I, I misheard you on that one. So I, 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 you didn't get the blood on that one because I didn't hear you too well. You know, no, 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 no. Every sin that you confess, that's why I've always said, uh, don't ever pray to God. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. That, uh, now, stop praying those generic prayers because you didn't, you didn't commit all those sins at one time. So, you need to name those sins one by one and telling God, coming clean before God. You know what, by the way, you know what confess means? Say the word confess. confess. Say it again, confess. confess. Confess means to agree with God about your sins. You don't, you don't rebel against God. I don't know God. I, don't, I ain't all that. You got, if you have a too high of a view of yourself, that's called stinky pride. And you got some folk that come in God's house and stink up the place because they're too full of themselves. You got to name those sins one by one, plead the blood as you confess your sins and ask God to cleanse you from all of your sins. Let me tell you something about that. Continual confession of sin is an indication of genuine salvation. I mean, I'm confessing my sins daily. Every day. You say, you're the preacher, you're the pastor. You mean you confess your sins daily? I show better. I mean, because I, I don't want to lose my, the, the anointing God has given me. I don't want to lose this divine privilege. He's endowed me with so much. He's invested so much in me. He's taken me so many places. I've been walking with him so long until I have to keep short sin accounts with God. So I confess my sins daily because I want to please and glorify him in my preaching ministry, in my living ministry, as a husband, as a father, as a pastor, and whatever else God has assigned me 
me to do to the glory of God. Continual confession of sin is an indication of genuine salvation. When you're continuously confessing your sin, then that's a sign that you've been born again. Because we are in Christ, we are children of light and have fellowship. The, the Greek word for fellowship is koinonia. Say koinonia. Koinonia means to have in common. And we have a lot of commonalities uh, being brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. What are some of the things we have in common? Well, those who trust him are saved by the blood. Uh, we have a common Bible, the Bible uh, that we read. We have a commonality in that we all saved by the same spirit. We all have the same heavenly father. We all go into the same heaven. Uh, we, we have a lot of commonalities. We got a lot of things in common. And we ought to be shouting about the commonality. Sometimes we focus on our differences and tap the church instead of focusing on what we have in common because of who we are in Christ. Are y'all hanging with me? <laughs> oh my God. So continual confession of sin is an indication of genuine salvation because we are in Christ. We are children of light and have fellowship with God and one another. Also, listen to this. If we come to Christ on his terms, not your terms, but on his terms alone, there is no sin that goes beyond the cleansing power of the blood. Did y'all hear that? I want to shout right now. If I, I need to shout my shoes off right now on that. Listen, if we come to Christ on his term, acknowledge our sins, and put them under the blood of Jesus, there is, there is no sin that goes beyond the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, whatever the worst sin you, you've done. Now, I know some of you act like you haven't committed a sin. You just, you, you're just a bunch of pretenders if that's the case. Because my Bible tells me all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. My Bible says there's none righteous in case you think you are. And then it says, no, not one. And that includes you too. Okay. So, <laughs> so that means that whatever sin, the worst sin that you committed in your life, even that sin is not beyond the power of the blood of Jesus. Ooh, I thank God for cleaning up my dirty, sinful, stinky life. I don't know what to do. I agree with Paul when he said, oh, wretched man that I am. When is the last time you even called yourself a wretch? Some of y'all came and said, I ain't all that. Yes, you are too. You that and then some. If my people who are called by what? My name would humble themselves and what? And seek what? My face and then what? Oh, holy. What? Turn from what? Whose people? Whose people? That are called by my name would humble themselves. What? And pray and then what? From what? Whose people? That means God's got some wicked people <laughs> that belong to him. <laughs> and, and you, see, you know why you gossip so much some people? Because they don't see it as wicked. <laughs> Look at it. Ooh. <laughs> You know where you can sleep with somebody that's not your wife or husband? Because you don't see this wicked. You don't see this wicked. You, 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 you know how you can slander somebody who's hurt you? You don't see it as wicked. And you know what? You know why you can do what you do and be on pornography and, uh, and cuss and do drugs and all these things? You don't see it as wicked. But what about God when he gazed at us? 
When he looks at us, he hears those conversations. He sees what you're putting on email. He sees those Twitter accounts. He knows what you're doing in, in, the, in the texting. He knows what you know, all this sexual stuff and innuendos and little flirtatious stuff and these little side little comments that got little hidden subliminal message in them. And you think God is a big unknowing God. He's staring you down. But if he knew he was looking at you, you put your underwear back on. <laughs> you put everything you got back on and you run out of there as fast as you can. Why don't y'all say amen? You know what? You can take your clothes off, including your underwear. You forget that God is watching you. <laughs> oh, God. Cleanses us. Cleanses us from all. Sin. Number four, it was the blood, it was the shed blood of Jesus Christ that purchased us from the slavery of sin and set our captive souls free. It was the blood, the shed blood of Jesus Christ that purchased us from the slavery of sin and set our captive souls free. Acts chapter 20, verse 28 says, Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God. Now, underline this, which he purchased with his own blood. Paul is talking to the elders, elders of uh, Ephesus. And he says, you shepherd, you be overseers of the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. So many are held captive and are addicted to alcohol. So many are addicted to drugs and pornography. So many are addicted to sexual immorality. So many are playing the lottery or the lottery, a cute word for gambling. They don't say gambling because that's too convicting. So they say lottery. Uh, so many are addicted to technology. So, so much so you can be in meetings playing with your cell phones. You could be in, in worship right now texting somebody at home saying, put the roast on. <laughs> so addicted. Uh, we're addicted to media. We're addicted to entertainment. And only the power of Christ and his blood are able to break the chains of addiction and set your captive souls free. I reiterate, only, only the power of the blood is, is able to break the chains of whatever your addictions are. You say, you didn't call mine whatever it is. Some of you are addicted to talking too much. Some of you are addicted to eating too much. Some of you are addicted to getting second happens. Some of you are addicted to using too much salt. See, some of y'all, you're killing yourself with salt. All these cholesterol problems, you know. Some of you are addicted to yourself. It's all about you. When you can't get your way, hell breaks out. It's about you. You're you always positioning, trying to get first, trying, trying, to, trying to precede everybody. And you're and you held captive by your own uh, sinful uh, nature and, and, and Satan and, uh, and all of these issues I've just mentioned. Also, if you are not alert, listen to this, if you are not alert and if you are not on guard and if you don't keep a close relationship with Christ, it is possible to be delivered by the blood of Jesus 
And then because you are not Christ-centered and Christ-focused, and because you are not in close communion with the Lord, it's possible for you to be re-enslaved back into your formal sinful state. Backslide and back into your formal, pre- former, previous condition as well as lifestyle. God can deliver you, and then if you're not alert and in close company with God and, and, and running from bad company, and and loving, hating what is evil and loving what is good, it is possible for you to fall back into sin and your latter state is worse than your first. See, Satan don't care about you making progress as long as he can get you to to backslide all over again to the point to say, see there, now what happened to all that blood you say you had? He played, played black, but you, you, you were playing in the devil's camp too long. That was the problem. Number five. Number five. We have peace because of the shed blood of Jesus. It's necessary because we have peace with God through the blood of his cross. We have peace with God through the blood of his cross. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 says, And by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Now, before receiving Christ, we were estranged from God. We were alienated from God. Before we came to Christ, we were separated from God. However, the blood of Jesus is the only way anyone can be reconciled back to God and have peace with him. Apart from Christ, my friends, there is an absence of peace. Apart from Christ, there is an absence of peace. Apart from Christ, there is an absence of spiritual rest. As Pastor Rander concludes this two-part series, let us respond to Jesus Christ's priceless sacrifice, freely given for our salvation, through never-ending praise, obedience to His Word, belief in His birth, burial and resurrection, thankfulness for our salvation, and remembering that the blood of Jesus will never lose its power. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.